Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Chris Maloney back with you for another edition of CWN Weekly, episode number 16. Uh, today is Thursday, December the 3rd, 2020. Uh, coming to you on a special day, not necessarily special start time, but special day, uh, basically because of the fact that I got to do a, a car repair tomorrow. Uh, so timing-wise, uh, I have to take my car to the shop and uh, get the brakes fixed, uh, the oil change, filters, all that sort of jazz. So that happens about 8.30 tomorrow morning. And because uh, uh, of the new COVID policies, everything else, I basically just got to drop off the car and take off and then wait for the phone call and then basically head back. So uh, my day is kind of uh, a little bit messed up tomorrow. Uh, so not sh uh, sure scheduling wise when I'd be able to do the show. So as you know what, Thursday, it's just as good as uh, Friday. And, uh, you know, we'll get the show underway here momentarily here. Uh, like I said, episode number 16, Chris Maloney here from London, Ontario, Canada. Uh, CWNOnline.ca is the official website for us. And I uh, hope if you're watching for the first time, thank you very much. If you're listening for the very first time, thank you very much as well. And if you have any comments, uh, feel free to let me know during the show. And you can always reach us at the email address feedback at CWNOnline.ca. So guys, uh, you saw the uh, the opening banner there as we're going live, and I'll get to that momentarily here. But uh, I want to talk about anniversaries and birthdays first. So this is all the way through uh, the no, forget about the dates. I'm gonna I've got the dates mixed up up top there. But uh, dates are Ed Whalen passed away uh, on 2001 uh, on the fourth, which is tomorrow. He uh, aged 74 years old, uh, ended up having a heart attack at the uh, age of 74. Ed Whalen, to me personally. Uh, was one of the greatest guys in the history of the pro wrestling world when I was growing up. Um, uh, like, if you know anything about me, you know I grew up in the Maritimes. Uh, we didn't necessarily get uh, WCW, NWA, um, WBEF back then, but we did get uh, AWA on TSN. We also got Stampede Wrestling on TSN. We also got the show called Pro Wrestling Plus that was on TSN as well. So, Ed Willen was synonymous with obviously Stampede Wrestling, synonymous with uh, Pro Wrestling Plus. Uh, that used to be on the weekends, I think Saturdays or Sundays. But um, anyways, uh, yeah, so Ed Willen, I have known and loved, uh, you know, since I was a kid, his voice and, uh, you know, uh, just him being part of the Stampede Wrestling action and, and the way he used to <laughs> rough sometimes and the bad guys were uh, just being the bad guys, so to speak. But uh, yeah, his uh, he ended up passing away, like I said, uh, 2001 uh, tomorrow, actually, so 74 years old. Uh, down to my kid, which interesting story, ended up passing away on December the 5th. His birthday was also December the 5th. So born in 1958, uh, passed away December 5th, 2018 on his 60th birthday. Uh, so rest in peace, down to my kid, another one of those stampede guys. It's kind of a stampede theme here going on as far as anniversaries and birthdays go. Uh, Matt Martell, born 1983. Uh, 37 years old. I didn't think he was that old, but I started looking back at, at pictures and uh, he's been around for a while, like back in, I think the mid two thousands. Um, obviously he's part of the ever rise uh, uh, tag team there on NXT, but he uh, celebrating a birthday on the seventh. Like I said, 37 years old. Uh, the eighth is the one and only great Gamma Singh. So again, the uh, stampede reference going on there. Uh, 66 years old turning on the eighth. So the great Gamma, uh, obviously, Karachi Vice, uh, part of Stampede Wrestling there. Uh, him and Muck and Singh, <laughs> never forget their fuse with the uh, the hearts, you know, growing up. And Ed Willen, again, being part of the commentary team there. Uh, but it was great. Uh, you know, fond memories for me as a kid. Probably about 9 or 10 years old, I think I was. But like I said, Great Gamma turned 66 years old on the 8th. Uh, as well on the 8th, 
is UFC 231 Holloway versus Ortega took place at Scotiabank Arena in Toronto in 2018. Wasn't the very first show here in Canada, uh, but uh, it was, I think, the last UFC event that took place as far as the UFC's two, you know, 230s and and, and so forth. But uh, UFC 231 Holloway versus Ortega taking place, uh, yeah, two years ago on the 8th. And then finally on the 9th, and this number is son, uh, synonymous with Jericho. Uh, obviously, his birthday is November 9th, but uh, the uh, 9th of 2001. So December 9th, 2001, Chris Jericho defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin in The Rock. They become the undisputed WWF champion in San Diego, California, as part of his WWF Vengeance 2001. So he became the undisputed champion. 2001, of course, beat Austin The Rock the same night. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, that with Jericho is basically his career. Um, you know, that, that was basically one of the more or less the um, tremendous starting point, so to speak, in, in Jericho's career, uh, you know, become the undisputed champion. I was there at Skydome 2002 for WrestleMania 18 to see him lose it to Triple H. But uh, yeah, December 9th, 2001 is when he became the undisputed champion. So undisputed and Jericho, like I said, synonymous with each other. So guys, it's been a tough couple days so to speak as far as the pro wrestling world goes as you saw in the opener there uh the one and only pat patterson passed away yesterday at the age of 79 years old and uh, pat patterson is basically one of those uh, canadian landmarks uh you know so to speak as far as pro wrestling goes i mean you think pro wrestling in canada and he's one of the top three uh, top five guys that immediately come to mind. I mean, you got your Stu Hearts, you got your Pat Pattersons, um, uh, you know, you've got your uh, your Jericho, so to speak. Uh, you know, uh, your Rick Martels, your your uh, the Vachons, but uh, Pat Patterson, like I said, is uh, one of those guys you immediately think of when you think of Canadian wrestling. So this comes courtesy of WB.com uh, as of yesterday. WWE Saturn to learn that Pat Patterson has passed away at the age of seventy nine. A true trailblazer in the industry, Patterson was linked to many firsts in sports entertainment. Throughout his storied career, including the first ever Intercontinental uh, title reign and the creation of the Royal Rumble match. In a career spanning six decades, the Renaissance man left an incredible mark on the industry, in the ring, on the microphone, and behind the scenes. Uh, began his career in 1958 in his native Canada becoming before becoming a fixture in the Bay Area for nearly two decades. Uh, went on to win the AWA uh, Tag Team Championship with Ray Stevens in 1978. Moved on to the WWE. Uh, the Grand Wizard was his manager for a bit there. Obviously, uh, becoming the first Intercontinental Champion in 1979. Most legendary WWE rivalry was undoubtedly his war with Sergeant Slaughter, which captivated the WWE Universe with boot camp matches and a brutal alley fight at Madison Square Garden. Um, haven't seen those matches yet, but it's one of those things as a wrestling fan. I've got to go back and watch just because of the fact, uh, you know, it's um, it's uh, again, Pat Patterson passing away and you immediately want to watch all the YouTube footage and stuff. You can, you know, the name, of course, because of the fact he was part of the attitude era for a lot of, uh, you know, for a lot of fans. That's how they remember him by. But the fact is he didn't go and retire until 1984 and, and this WWE.com as well. Uh, shortly before his in-ring retirement in 1984, Matt, uh, Patterson joined Mr. McMahon as a color commentator. Even after hanging up his boots, uh, Patterson was far from the far from finished reimagining the possibilities of the sports entertainment industry. 1988, Patterson brought one of the most groundbreaking ideas to life by creating the original format for the Royal Rumble match. Uh, Patterson returned to the ring during the WWE's Electric Attitude era, creating many memorable moments alongside Gerald Briscoe as one of McMahon's hilarious stooges. 
Uh, Patterson even pinned Crash Holly to claim the hardcore title. Rest in peace to Crash Holly as well. And for all his efforts, Pat Patterson was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame uh, by Bret Hart in 1996. In his 25-plus years in WWE, Patterson was synonymous with making history from the Intercontinental title to the Royal Rumble match and beyond. His name will forever be re uh, revered revered sorry in wb lore the amazing legacy was captured in patterson's 2016 autobiography accepted how the first gay superstar changed wb a moving chronicle about his life both inside and outside of the ring wb extends its condolences to patterson's family and uh friends so pat patterson passed away yesterday at the age of like i said 1979 that is the wwe look at him you go to his wikipedia and it's absolutely amazing. Big time wrestling, Pacific Northwest wrestling, big time wrestling again, uh, championship wrestling from Florida, the AWA, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, you got Lute International, which is uh, Montreal, uh, Quebec based, uh, WWF. Uh, and then all of a sudden it goes on to his accomplishments as far as his tag teams go. Uh, NWA Florida Tag Team Championship with the one and only Ivan Koloff. Uh, you know, he you go down to uh, Wrestling Observer, match of the year 1981, uh, worst match of the year in 2000 against Jared, Jared Briscoe, uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame 1996. I believe that was the first ever Wrestling, uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame. And his list of accomplishments is absolutely amazing. But beyond what I read from WB.com and beyond what I read from Wikipedia, the fact is, Yesterday, there were so many tributes uh, pouring out to him on uh, Twitter. And you can check out Twitter, uh, twitter.com forward slash CWN online uh, to check those all out. But even Facebook, Facebook had guys like uh, Tarek from Ontario Independent Wrestling, uh, you know, uh, talking highly about him. Obviously, Chris Jericho, Bret Hart. The list of names was absolutely amazing yesterday. It was hard to keep up with all the tributes coming in to him. Um, but a lot of the guys were saying that he was the first guy to sit there and to actually want to listen, you know, to uh, why you became a wrestler, uh, your career, everything else. Um, he was one of the guys who, much the same as Dusty Rhodes, when Dusty passed, uh, a lot of guys said without him, they wouldn't have careers right now. Uh, Kevin Owens was one of those guys. Sami Zayn was one of those guys. Um, and one of the jokes I read by two different people yesterday was uh, apparently, you know, Pat Patterson would walk into a room, say, for example, the big show, and he'd go up to him and be like, hey, Paul, guess who was asking about you? And Paul would be like, who? And he'd be like, nobody. <laughs> and uh, apparently Pat Patterson was, um, you know, synonymous as, as well with backstage jokes and ribs and uh, just having a good time and always, always smiling and, uh, you know, and, and this and that. But uh, it's uh, such a shame Pat Patterson passed away at the age of 79. He's, uh, uh, you know, very, very, very much loved here in Canada as well as the wrestling world. Um, a lot of people said there would never be another guy like him because he basically, for the career he had in the ring and the amount of knowledge, so to speak, that he passed on to the younger generation. I mean, I don't think you'll ever see another guy like Pat Patterson or the Dusty Rhodes, so to speak. But, uh, you know, rest in peace, 79 years old. Um, apparently, he had been dealing with cancer. Uh, you know, and uh, his liver had failed, and and that's uh, kind of what uh, uh, what did him in. But uh, 79 years old, still a long life, and uh, he will be truly missed, of course, here in Canada as well as the whole entire wrestling world. So, from major news to wrestling news, and this is kind of major as well. So, Jimmy Rave announces retirement following his left arm being amputated. That was released on the 28th of uh, of November. Apologies there. Um, so. This comes courtesy of Post Wrestling. 
Former Ring of Honor and TNA talent Jimmy Rave took to social media to share news that he retiring from pro wrestling following his left arm being amputated. Jimmy noted the doctors found an infection in his arm by the time he went to go see a specialist about it, it was too late and had his arm had to be amputated. Oh, excuse me. Which put an end to his career, which began in the late 90s. And then he goes on to make a full statement. He goes, I've been very blessed in the last 21 years of professional wrestling and getting to live out my dream. Today, that dream has ended for me and I have a new reality. This past season, my world came crashing down when doctors found an infection in my left arm. He said he tried toughing it out, but the time he saw a doctor, it was too late and had to amputate uh, his left arm uh, above the elbow, thus effectively ending his uh, entering career. So you can read more about that, guys, cwnonline.ca. Uh, every time we do weekly here, it's um, say about 90, 95% of the uh, the stuff I'm, I'm reading to you guys is uh, you can find on cbonline.ca. Uh, some of the stuff is uh, brand new, so I haven't had time to put it up on the website yet. But uh, uh, cwnonline.ca, for those who are unaware, basically, uh, we're an aggregator. So the, the website itself, we take the articles that we find the most important, the most unique, uh, Canadian-based, of course, and we take those articles and we put them on the website. So we do a small snippet uh, as far as the article itself goes, and then we give you the link so you can check it out for post-wrestling or Wrestling Observer, whatever the case may be. Um, the original idea from that, and honestly, God, came from a website called Dig, so D-I-G-G. Uh, they were doing the exact same thing. I thought it was kind of cool. Is the fact is that you have one website with all this different content from all the all these different sources all over the world and putting it into one spot. And I wish I had the time to be able to sit there and make money off of writing articles for the website, uh, but I don't. So this, to me, is the next best thing because, to me, it's relevant. You get all the results. You get all the articles, and you, you get the solid foundation of going to the original source as well. So that's uh, that's kind of CWN in a nutshell. But uh, like I said, uh, the original article um, for Jimmy Rave, again, uh, post-wrestling. Uh, but the fact is, like I said, anything that I, I tend to talk about on the show, 95% of it you can find on cwonline.ca. So, uh, guys, that is it with regards to uh, Jimmy Rave. Uh, I, got a, I got a comment. Not sure who you are, but um, credible takes, really life-changing. Can we expect any special guests on the show soon? That comes from... I want to say Lost Boy, Lois, Lois Boy. <laughs> Sorry, my uh, my maritime accent. Uh, sometimes I can't pronounce. Uh, yes, we do have guests coming up on the show. I will uh, come and uh, talk about that uh, momentarily here. Uh, but I'll continue with the news. And then towards the independence segment at that, I will talk about who's coming up on the show here. So remember in the past, Mad Dog Vachon took a bite out of wrestling fame. Article out there listed on. And I just want to see if I can bring this up. Um, one of those weeks I'm not fully, uh, organized, uh, by the way. So my apologies for that, but, uh, where are we here? Oh, there we go. I was looking for mad dog and it comes up. Remember mad dog. So the post and courier had put in an article with regards to mad dog Vachon. Um, basically it had said, uh, with regards to his career, the legacy that he had built. Um, I think Mike Mooningham was the one who uh, produced the article. So guys check that out when you can. Uh, but, uh, anything that has to do with Canadian wrestling, of course, I'm going to talk about here on the show. So look for that article and the link again, cwnonline.ca. Uh, Ethan page pulls himself from independent show due to COVID exposure. Uh, that was interesting because it's so close to the end of the year but the thing is with ethan page pulling himself out of the show he's doing the right thing so this again postwrestling.com 
Uh, former Impact Tag Team Champion Ethan Page took to social media and noted that he had to pull himself from an ACW Wisconsin show on December 4th. Page came into contact with someone who tested positive for COVID, and now he needs to quarantine for 14 days. He uh, added that this news has caused him to wrap up his schedule for 2020. And then he goes on, <laughs> he makes a joke out of it on, on Twitter, but that I think that's the uh, character of Ethan Page, uh, who he is in real life as well. I wanted to apologize to ACW with, uh, Wisconsin for having to miss December 4th's upcoming event. Uh, I've come in contact with a COVID positive person. We'll need to quarantine for 14 days. Uh, that will wrap up my 2020 schedule. And he goes, sorry, Hornswoggle. <laughs> so uh, kind of unique and comical there. But you know his uh, his affiliation as well as his his love for uh, Hornswoggle over there in Impact Wrestling. Uh, photos, superstars and ugly holiday sweaters. We are getting to that time. So check that out, WB.com. Triple A uh, announces card for Triple Mania. Looks like 28. And um, I don't know if I've ever seen a Triple Mania before, but I might actually watch it this year because of the fact is it's when you look at the talent on there, a lot of the names will sound familiar to a lot of the people here in uh, in Canada because of the fact of, of the affiliation. So when I say that, Triple A Mega Championship match, Kenny Omega has the champ taking on Laredo Kid. Uh, you've got Psycho Clown, Monster Clown, and Murder Clown, uh, Clown taking on Blue G a Demon Jr. L.A. Park and, and Hijo de la L.A. Park. Uh, so guys, you'll know those guys from uh, MLW, of course. And then uh, Tito Santana, which I've been told is not the original Tito Santana, but somebody else come by the name Tito Santana is part of this as well. And then the Triple A Tag Team Championships, uh, three-way tag matches, Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix taking on Texano Jr. and Ray Scorpion taking on Octagon Jr. and uh, Miss Tizez Jr. Uh, sorry if I butchered that name there. But that is taking place uh, December the 12th. Uh, as far as age, uh, triple A, uh, uh, triple mania goes, triple A, triple mania. That's tough to say. Uh, on the 12th, there's a lot of stuff going on, on the 12th as well. So you get UFC 256, uh, Impact Wrestling Final Resolution, and uh, one Big Bang 2 from one championship taking place the night before. So lots of stuff going on that weekend. But uh, triple mania, like I said, 28 coming up. And uh, I may actually watch that. So we'll see. I'm uh, getting pretty good at doing the multi uh, multi streaming, so to speak. So I'll watch one on the TV and put one on the on the, uh, the laptop or the tablet. But if I do one on the laptop, one on the tablet, one on the TV, one on the cell phone, I get four different sources. So it's not as bad as I've seen some people with their setups. But uh, um, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, next, Yeah, I guess next weekend it would be. Uh, Tyler Breeze is a Pokemon connoisseur. The New Day Field of Power. So that was part of that interview he had done. Uh, that was on the 30th as well. So Tyler Breeze, big gamer, but apparently a big fan of Pokemon as well. Uh, announced Drew, uh, Drew McIntyre, AJSL, set for title clash at WWE's TLC. That was officially made uh, this past Monday as far as WWE Raw goes. Uh, so you've got Styles and McIntyre. I don't know if it's going to be the main event. They haven't announced who Roman Reigns is facing yet. I know what the rumor has him taking on Kevin Owens. I'd love to see that as a main event. But I think in this case, you might see Styles and McIntyre go over in the main event. Um at uh, TLC. Uh, another death, unfortunately, to announce Ronald Mazzaro, brother Ashley Mazzaro, passes away after a knife attack. Uh, that was reported two days ago on the first. Uh, so, unfortunately, he was in rehab, got out of rehab, had talked to somebody, and, and it sounded positive, sounded amazing that his life was continuing, that he had a, a better chance, a better shot at life, and ended up getting, uh, uh, you know, um, murdered, so to speak, in a, in a knife attack. And uh, ends up passing away. I think he was only 30-something years old. I'm just going to bring that up here. Um, yeah, so New York Daily News ran a story that a man was fatally stabbed on November 21st. Uh, outside Two Brothers Pizza in New York, individual has been identified as 39-year-old 
Ronald Marzero. So rest in peace to him. Uh, obviously, his sister Ashley had ended up passing away, I think, two years ago. So it's um, tough to hear about. But um, thoughts and prayers are with uh, him and his friends and his family. And uh, uh, rest in peace to uh, Ronald Marzero there. Uh, heavyweight champions of Stampede Wrestling fittingly remembered in a title belt tribute. So this was released on the first, as far as an article goes, with regards to um, uh, I almost said Smash Wrestling, but uh, Slam Wrestling, and uh, says uh, true wrestling fans' labor of love is the best way to describe the book Stampede Wrestling: The History of the North American Heavyweight Championship by James McDermott, which is now out and self-published. So it's been out, I think, since the summertime. Um, but there is, I think, a paperback copy as well as there's an e-copy as well. And there's links on the Slam Wrestling article uh, for Amazon for you to be able to purchase that. So, guys, check that out. online.ca. Look for the uh, Stampede Wrestling article. And I'll show you. You know what? Probably right after I do, maybe after I do the pro or the independent, I'll show you how easy how easy it is to uh, to go and surf so to speak, the uh, CWN website there, because it is pretty easy. Uh, Tony Khan, uh, AEW Media Call notes, uh, this took place on the first as well, talks about Moxley and Wrestle Kingdom 15, says he's not going over there. I call BS on that one. I think Moxley is headed to New Japan. I think he's taking Jericho with him. But uh, after last night, and I'll get into that as well, I think Moxley's headed for New Japan uh, Wrestle Kingdom, no matter what Tony Khan says. He's also talking about how Miro was mistreated over in uh, the WWE, so he wants to build him up as a major um, major heel, major beast, so to speak. And Miro's got that, uh, he's got that crazy look on his face when he gets hungry or looks like he wants to put the guy away. So I can see him being a big deal in AEW uh, in the year 2021, especially main event uh, title picture there. And then he talks about the trios titles as well. So uh, it'd be interesting because there are a lot of affiliations, a lot of six-man tag teams over there in um, AEW. So you got SCU obviously being one of them. You've got the Bucks and Kenny obviously being another one. Uh, you've got uh, any members of the Dark Order, so to speak. Uh, you know, you've got the family, you've got uh, Death Triangle. So it'd be interesting to see, uh, you know, uh, the trios titles hit or the six-man tag team championship hit uh, over there in uh, AEW. So I'll be looking forward to that if it happens. Uh, Jay Briscoe, EC3, square off in the grudge match final battle that's uh, taking place on December the 18th. So one match announced for ROH final battle. Aussie Across America, the full documentary, uh, is now on YouTube. Uh, so he had done a thing, I think a couple of weeks ago, with regards to if you wanted to pay, uh, you can get exclusive. Um, uh, I think it's, it was exclusive podcast with the members of Fozzie, and then you get to watch the documentary as well. And that was part of his website. And then all of a sudden the other day, excuse me, on the first, Fozzie Across America, the full documentary, like I had said, is now on YouTube for free. So check that out. Like I said, links cwonline.ca. Uh, Rich Swan challenges Chris Bay to final resolution in a world title match, so that's official as well. Like I said, final resolution taking place uh, December the 12th, so it'll be a big, busy weekend next weekend. And I'll get more into that when I talk about the impact uh, results from this past week. United Wrestling Network suspends primetime live pay-per-views until 2021. That was released on the uh, first as well. So UWN, uh, with the affi affiliation with the NWA, uh, basically had said, you know, that's it for pay-per-views for the end of the year. Uh, they had uh, referenced with regards to COVID. They referenced with regards to, uh, you know, um, the world kind of shutting down at this point, uh, getting more cases across uh, the states. So um, just looking for the name of the 
producer, not the producer, but the uh, the owner, Dave Marquez. That's the name I was looking for. UWN president, but said uh, suspended until 2021. And basically, we'll see them come back. And they were setting up for that uh, uh, UWN championship uh, to be crowned. So, you know, it's only a matter of time before they're back as well. But, um, you know, it's uh, better be safe than sorry at this point. I'll get more into that, the Canadian independent wrestling scene as well. Uh, John Cena releasing two books based on inspira inspirational Twitter qu uh, quotes uh, that was released yesterday. So that'll be uh, kind of uh, interesting to see. WWE surpasses 70, 70 million viewers or 70, 70 million YouTube subscribers. Like, God, I mean, they're going to announce everything, anything that has to do with anything. It's like, oh, hey, hey, we get a thousand members on Twitch or blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> but it's the WWE uh, tooting their own horns, so to speak. But, um, don't get me wrong. I, I love the WWE. It's just, uh, I, I mean, anyways, uh, three huge matches announced for uh, this Sunday's WWE tribute to the troops. So it's interesting. It's the final month of the year. And yet we basically got, if I can find the article, oh, there we go. Um, basically got more wrestling, I think, taking place this month than ever. I mean, I just talked about UWN shutting down, but NWA is back. And um, like I said, uh, tribute to the tro troops. I know here in London, it's, I think, 4.30. Yeah, because, yeah, it is. It's right before NXT. Uh, so we get, uh, so if you're in London, Ontario, or if you're in Eastern Standard Time, you have Fox and Fox Eastern or Fox East, so to speak. I think it's 4.30 in the afternoon. You'll be able to check out Tribute to the Troops. It's only a one-hour show. It's been pre-taped, uh, but matches taking place. You get Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Jeff Hardy, and SmackDown Tag Team Champions, The Street Profits, taking on King Corbin, uh, Elias, Intercontinental Champion, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode. You've also got WWE champion Drew McIntyre taking on The Miz. I don't think that's where the championship wouldn't make sense, especially with the briefcase. And then you've got SmackDown Women's Champion Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair taking on Bailey and Natalya. So a lot of Canadians in that there. But um, it's interesting they've got Sasha Banks and uh, uh, Bianca Belair on the same team because, to me, within the next couple of years, Bianca Belair is going to be the standard uh, as far as I'm concerned, as far as the women's division there in the WWE goes. I mean, you have your Charlottes, you have your Beckys, Sashes, your Baileys. Um, but the fact is, when it comes down to it, I think Bianca Belair is going, like I said, with probably the next year or two, going to be it as far as what a female athlete in the WWE looks like. So, like I said, interesting that she's on the exact uh, same team as Sasha because I can see her and Sasha in a match eventually. Uh, whether it be WrestleMania, whether it be the Royal Rumble, I think it'd be cool. But uh, yeah, to me, I mean, push Bianca to the moon and especially with her husband as well. Uh, you know, the supreme athletes there in the WWE. Speaking of supreme athletes, this kind of surprised me. So I was on Twitter uh, last week with regards to uh, the Undertaker and Survivor Series, everything else. And I, I guess I wasn't last. Well, it's just a little more than a week ago, almost two weeks at this point, I guess. Uh, but the fact is, when it comes down to it, I was on Twitter and some of the rascals were making reference to the Undertaker and, you know, had to, how proud the moment was and how much it sucked that he was retiring and everything else. But the fact is, when it comes down to it, it's OK. These guys just got released where, you know, basically contracts are up. And now all of a sudden they're on Twitter talking about WWE. And I realize it's the Undertaker in 30 years and they pay the respects. It doesn't matter what promotion you were part of. You're still on Twitter kind of doing it, but it kind of surprised me. And then next thing you know, all of a sudden there's an article that's released yesterday. Desmond Xavier, Zachary Wentz, Alex Zane among new recruits reporting to the WB Performance Center. And then sure enough, there they are in the uh, the great T-shirts there, property of the WB Performance Center. 
And then it says the latest class of recruits has reported for training at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. The group brings a wide array of experience to the WWPC, including independent and international wrestling experience as well as in professional sports. And then they go on to talk about the guys individually. So Desmond Xavier, Zachary Wentz, Alex Zane. Uh, they've got uh, Sojiro Ikemen Higuchi, 26-year-old wrestler from Japan who was trained by uh, Tajiri which would be kind of cool. 23-year-old uh, Georgia native uh, on, Onriel Howard uh, played basketball at Mississippi State and Texas A&M. And then Russ Taylor, uh, feeling, uh, Philan, California, brings plenty of global experience. Uh, he looks like he had uh, competed for WXW in Germany. Uh, so, you know, lots of talent coming in there, but uh, I'm surprised Trey wasn't part of it. And Trey, uh, of all people, how, had gone online on Twitter and was, you know, had made a comment about them getting signed. So I, I don't know if he's going a separate route. Um, I don't know what the, the issue is. I haven't heard anything at all, but it looks like uh, Trey is not part of that group, at least right now. Uh, be interesting to see if he pops up in AEW where he heads elsewhere. But yeah, Desmond Xavier, Zachary Wentz, and like I said, Alex Zane, part of uh, the performance center that was released uh, yesterday. Uh, something else released yesterday. Brody King gets a shot at the ROH World Champion uh, Roosh. At, uh, final battle and that was announced yesterday as well so two matches taking place i wouldn't be surprised to see brody uh, king take it i mean obviously covid taking place and uh, everything else but uh fact is brody king uh this past week on roh looked like a beast and uh, i mean he is he's like six four and probably 320 330 or whatever the case may be but he had fought shane taylor and he made shane taylor look like he was small so um but yeah, like I said, December 18th, Brody King gets a shot at Roosh for the uh, championship. Uh, announced last night during NXT, ESPN's Ariel Hawane to appear on WWE NXT TakeOver the pre-show. That'll be interesting because um, obviously as a Canadian, huge fan of Ariel Hawane. Uh, but the fact is it's uh, the cross uh, reference between UFC uh, you know, and he's not officially part of UFC. He's independent, uh, you know, as, as far as MMA goes. But uh, it'd be interested to see him on that panel as far as NXT goes, uh, you know. to uh, And it makes me wonder if UFC or MMA is going to do something with WWE sometime soon. And I'll get more into that just uh, briefly here. Actually, I'll get more into that right now. Kenny Omega wins the AEW World title, appearing on the 12th, 8th, sorry, December 8th Impact on Access TV. So that shocked the hell to me. And um, I'll tell you this. I'm loving the fact Kenny Omega uh, won the championship. Couldn't have predicted the way it had turned out and the way the show ended. And uh, knowing that Don Callis has the affiliation with Kenny Omega, has the affiliation with Impact Wrestling as executive vice president, um, it's to me, I'm curious. It's And I hope a lot of people tune into Impact Wrestling this coming uh, Tuesday. And to make it even better, the Young Bucks apparently had posted on Twitter or Instagram a picture of them in TNA Wrestling. And it was interesting because I think there was a flashback on Impact this past week. And it showed, I think it was the Motor City Machine Guns in a, in a I think it was a TLC, but it, tables, ladders, and whatever the case may be, match. And I think it was Final Resolution would have been, I forget the year, but it was the Motor City Machine Guns against the, uh, the uh, oh, I forget their names back then, Generation Me, I think it was, which is the Young Bucks. So it's uh, interesting to see that clip and all of a sudden see what happened last night on uh, AEW. Uh, last little bit of news before we get into the highlights as well as uh, previews. Davey Boy Smith Jr. departs MLW. That was made official today, this morning. So MLW no longer has uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr. Uh, Court Bauer wished him the best of luck, said he's a beast, said he's going to do phenomenal wherever he goes. But that was made official through a conference call, a media call 
uh, from uh, Court Bauer this morning on MLW.com. So you guys can check that out there. Raw highlights for this uh, week. Uh, Jeff Hardy defeats uh, Elias. Reason I bring this one up is because the swan tong that Jeff swan tong swan ton that Jeff Hardy took at the very end of the match was absolutely insane. I was like, the guy's got six feet to hit this properly without bouncing his head off the stairs, which he does anyways. Um, you know, he's basically he's going to snap his legs off of the barrier. Um, I don't think he did, but the the fact is, when it comes down to it, he looked to be all right. Um, I haven't heard anything bad news about health wise about Jeff Hardy. Uh, but when it comes down to it, yeah, he made, he made that spot look insane. And <laughs> it was um, like the guy, I, he, he's got to be in his forties now. I'm not officially sure how old Jeff Hardy is, but uh, for him to be still doing that type of moves, uh, I, I mean, it's only a matter of time before his career is, is done, but I hope his body holds up uh, a little bit longer uh, because it's absolutely insane to see him doing what he does at his age. So, um, yeah, so that was a good match. So check that out if you haven't seen Raw yet. Slapjack defeats Ricochet. The reason I bring this up is because why are they doing it now to time to make Retribution look like beasts? Uh, they put them on this losing streak, for the, losing streak for the longest time, and now all of a sudden they're making them look like beasts. Uh, so uh, Slapjack defeats Ricochet. I understand there's a feud going on, but they're making them look great right now. Uh, Cedric Alexander defeats Xavier Woods. Uh, I'd love to see the Hurt Business just take the titles off of them, maybe separate uh, the uh, uh, the New Day tag team champs there, have uh, Kofi Kingston do a, a run again, IC champ, United States champ, uh, you know, world champion, whatever the case may be. Uh, AJ Styles defeats uh, Keith Lee and Matt Riddle. Like I said, he goes on to face Drew McIntyre at uh, TLC. Dana Brooke defeats Reckoning, which was uh, kind of unique because, first of all, uh, they have – uh, you know, they, they put over Slapjack in the beginning and then all of a sudden they take Reckoning, they make her lose. But they're supposed to have be, you know, you know who they are, okay? You know Shane Thorne, you know Deal Madden, whatever the case may be. But to put Reckoning in the ring with a face mask that falls off, I think, 30 seconds into the match, it's like, hey, there's Mia Yim. Oh, wait, we're not supposed to think it's Mia Yim. It's still Reckoning, even though it's Mia Yim without a mask at this point. But um, I'm going to say bad booking as far as this goes. I mean, why not just rip the mask off everybody and... Uh, but uh, I, I felt, um, you know, they, they should have did a little more proper work as far as keeping that mask on Mia. Um, but whatever the case, she lost and then she kind of got chewed out by Ali at the uh, uh, the end of it. And, and, all, and that's the other thing, too. It, figure out WB. How are you going to pronounce this guy's first name? It's Mustafa Ali. Don't say Mustafa. So you got the announcer saying one thing. You've got the commentator saying another thing. Uh, you've got uh, you know Mustafa, uh, Mustafa or Mustafa Ali saying something else. It's just it's inconsistent. It's uh, it kind of made me want to want to mute the match because the announcers wouldn't uh, stop talking about Ali and uh, having two different name or having two different pronunciations for his first name. So, anyways, and then Drew McIntyre, Sheamus uh, defeats Miz and Morrison by DQ in the main event. So that was Raw. Uh, we go into NWA highlights. NWA. Shockwave, I think it was, um, was this past Tuesday. So Eli Drake's defeats Jordan Cruz. Uh, Camille looked like a beast against uh, Heather Monroe. And then Nick Aldis defeats uh, Kevin Bennett, not Kevin Bennett, Mike Bennett in the uh, main event. And uh, that was a good match there. Uh, Bennett tapped out to the uh, Cloverleaf and the ref rang the bell. So it made Bennett look strong. Uh, Dark highlights, 17 matches. I'm going to say this. I'm not going to watch 17 matches on YouTube. Um, Sean Spears versus KTB, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson versus Fuego, Del Sol, and Baron Black. If you guys are interested, go and watch them. Uh, but I tell you this, I was happy when they were getting off the air about 8.05, 8.10. I could accept that, but the fact is 8 o'clock rolls around, and if there's nothing in the first couple matches that's going to excite me, I'm not going to watch it. And furthermore, the fact is when Impact Wrestling comes on at 8, AEW, 
is done no matter what. So, but it went like two hours and 17, two hours, and 18 minutes or something like that. And like I said, 17 matches, but if you're a fan of AEW, then fine. But, uh, too much overkill as far as what I'm concerned there. Impact highlights, uh, rest in peace to Bob Ryder, of course. Uh, we got Jordan Grace and Jazz defeating Renee Michelle and Killer Kelly to advance in the uh, women's tag team tournament. Uh, Johnny, yeah, I guess Johnny Swinger. <laughs> uh, for whatever reason, I thought I got that wrong. Johnny Swinger and Cody went to a no contest. Obviously, uh, Eric Young comes down with uh, Big Joe. And uh, uh, anyways, that's going to go into next week. You get Cody versus Eric Young, which I'm a fan of, just uh, being biased here in Ontario independent wrestling. Uh, you know, but uh, it'd be interesting to see Eric Young and Cody uh, live on television, or not necessarily live, but on uh, the big screen next week. Uh, Ruhit Raju defeats Crazy Steve to retain, and then Willie Mack defeats Chris Bay. Uh, the biggest thing about this, you got Willie Mack going over, and also you got Chris Bay taking a cheap shot on um, Rich Swan. So, fact is, they set up a match between Rich and uh, Bay, which doesn't make any sense except for the fact that Rich is the one who challenged him. So, that's why the match is taking place next week at Final Resolution. RH highlights, like I had said, uh, Brody King defeats Shane Taylor. And just a beast of a match. And then Josh the Goods Woods defeats Jay Lethal, which was an uh, upset there. Uh, MLW ACH defeats Laredo Kid. So that was part of the Upper Cup 2020. And then Low Key defeats Davy Boy Smith Jr., part of the Upper Cup 2020 as well. So ACH as well as Low Key advancing. Um, NXT highlights. Patterson tribute, which was absolutely amazing. Uh, so if I was doing the whole, uh, I did uh, AEW on the big screen last night and then I did uh, the tablet with NXT. So it was kind of going back and forth. But Patterson Tribute, they had all the guys, all the roster from NXT come out. They had Shawn Michaels, William Regal, and then Triple H uh, in the middle kind of of the uh, the ramp there. Uh, did a tribute video to Pat Patterson, which was great. And then after that was done, um, the fans that were in attendance were you know, chanting, thank you, Pat, thank you, Pat. And then all of a sudden they had lit up the kind of the, uh, the boards, the fan boards, so to speak with images of Pat throughout his years in his career. And it just, it looked like an amazing shot. So congrats to WB for doing that. Um, Leon Ruff, uh, Damian Priest defeats Escobar Mendoza. Gargano was on commentary for this. Uh, Pat McAbee promo. I think I was watching this and then all of a sudden something happened to AEW. So I uh, immediately just, uh, that was the end of NXT at that point. Uh, Imperium, uh, grizzled young veterans went to a no contest. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart defeats Raquel Gonzalez in a War Games Advantage ladder match. And then Io Shirai officially joins the team there. So it was tough because of the fact you had AEW with two different segments that just absolutely just caught my attention like crazy. So I was still paying attention to NXT, but I only saw uh, bits and pieces. Uh, honest to God, the main event as well as the Pat McAvee uh, promo there. Cool thing was, was this. So all my social media in front of me, uh, technology at my fingertips, so to speak. And I made this comment, which was kind of cool. And I was on my own personal Twitter, which I always talk about at the end of the show here. But I said, Stu Bennett looks like he legitimately enjoys being on WB NXT commentary. The pro wrestling world needs more guys like him. And they put hashtag WB NXT and then hashtag NXT on USA. Uh, so just a little comment because they showed a, a picture of, well, not a picture, but they showed uh, a, you know, a shot of um, uh, Stu Bennett and Vic Joseph together. And Bennett just looked like he just looked happy. It just looked, looked like he was enjoying himself being part of that crew, being part of NXT. Um, you know, just he just looked like happy, like a, just a happy dude. And the next thing you know, I go on to Twitter, I think, the end of the night last night. 
And then he had commented on it, which was absolutely cool. So Bennett actually responded to my comment there on Twitter. But he goes, can confirm I'm loving every second of being on WWE NXT commentary desk. He goes, could not be happier. The show kicks ass. So it was yeah, kind of neat to see uh, WWE Superstar, NXT Superstar commenting on something I had said. So uh, that was kind of cool there. Uh, and then, of course, we get into AEW Dynamite highlights. And, and this was basically maybe the best show of the year. So OC, so Orange Cassidy, MJF, end up being the final two in the uh, Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. It looked like it was Wardlow and MJF, which I was like, I was excited because I was like, oh, my God, these guys are actually going to fight. Uh, but no, it was OC. So Orange Cassidy had rolled under the ring or been put out underneath the bottom rope, comes back in. Uh, eliminates Wardlow, so it's MJF OC next week uh, for that diamond ring. Jericho defeats Kaz, uh, inner circle tor- uh, turmoil there, so basically they're arguing, and Jericho stepped in, he goes, look, he goes, we're going to figure this out next week, or the inner circle's done. My prediction, I think I've said it on the show before, is this. I think inner circle is going to turn on Chris Jericho, uh, beat him down, Jericho heads to Japan uh, with Moxley, and uh, I, I almost expected it tonight, because not tonight, last night, because there was a moment where Jericho was on the mic and kind of there was the group around him and Jericho was in the kind of in the middle of it. But I think if it happens next week, Jericho's going to get his butt kicked and uh, uh, that's when they're going to turn on him. Now, rumor has it as well, Sammy Guevara is going to be pulled out of the group as well. But I think it'd be interesting to see Sammy continue with the group and actually turn on Jericho and align himself with MJF. And I think it would be money right there. I think it'd be absolute gold. Uh, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens next week. Like I said, uh, Jericho, he's basically saying, hey, we're going to figure this out or Inner Circle's done, but I, I think he's he's going to get his butt handed to him. Uh, the acclaimed well, Young Bucks promo was kind of cool. TH2 got involved as well. That was a backstage promo there. Uh, Britt Baker defeats Layla Hirsch. Interesting match because Layla Hirsch, I think it's 4'11 or something like that. She's tiny, tiny girl. Uh, but she, with the uh, the strength that she has, uh, made the match look de- legitimate. But uh, Britt Baker being the star that she's becoming, um, just absolutely looked, uh, it was a great match. And then at the end, Thunder Rosa comes in. And I commented on Twitter, I said, it's just gold, AEW book it. So Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, because you have Britt Baker, who is still learning her craft and is going to be a major star come, uh, you know, the next year or so as far as AEW goes as a heel. But you got Thunder Rosa, who's absolutely hungry, and I'm a huge fan of Thunder Rosa. So see Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, huge fan of it, to book it, and uh, I'll be excited for it. Uh, Cody and Darby uh, defeats uh, Hobbs and Starks. This was market moment uh, number one of the night, and Sting made his debut. And uh, right before that, Tony Khan had gone on Twitter, and he said, Winter is coming. And he made this comment. I was like, why is Tony Khan, Tony Khan commenting in the middle of a show? And then sure enough, about five minutes later, Sting comes out. And I was like, holy crap, you know, uh, goosebumps. And all of a sudden, um, Tony Schiavone being on the uh, commentary with Jim Ross and, and Schiavone. And then the whole, it's just, it, it was just gold last night. And uh, Sting making his debut and looking at Cody, looking at Darby. And then just, uh, you know, making his presence felt and then just leaving. And then... Uh, it's been announced that Sting is basically, uh, you know, assigned to a long-term deal with AEW. They've already started promoting merch for him. And then next week on AEW Dynamite, we get to uh, hear Sting talk for the very first time uh, as far as AEW goes. So I think huge loss to WWE. They could have kept this guy around, but they didn't. So it'll be interesting to see him and the rob he's going to give the younger guys there in AEW, uh, the Pat Patterson effect, the Dusty Rhodes effect, what Sting can give to these guys in AEW to help them bring them back, or sorry, help them bring them up strong. Longer and to make them more relevant as far as their careers go. So 
absolutely amazing. And to see Sting last night face to face with Iron Anderson was actually cool as well. And then mark out moment number two of the night. So Kenny Omega defeats John Moxley to become the new um aew world champion four v triggers followed by the one-winged angel nobody kicks out of that one-winged angel don Callis is on commentary the entire time they announce him uh before the match and uh you i, I didn't expect anything of it because Callis has been on commentary before uh they planted the seed so when he's on commentary again you don't think much of it because you don't think of him come down to be part of the match Con- uh, well Callis had come down because omega looked like he got knocked silly uh Callis come down to basically check on his friend when it comes down to it, nobody thought nothing of it. Just two, one Winnipegger basically caring about another Winnipegger, so to speak. And then all of a sudden, things start to happen. Mox takes offense. Callus hits Mox with the with the microphone, busts him open, and then it's like like I said, four V triggers, followed by the one winged angel. We have a new champion. Well, that wasn't uh, that wasn't all that had took place. So the announcers are going nuts. Callus grabs Omega. They end up running to the back, run into a waiting SUV. And here's a quote from the AEW website. And I wish I could play quotes here or show footage here on the podcast to make it even better. But I'll, I'll just read the quote from the AEW website here. I think it was a setup, Tony, yelled Jim Ross. Callus and Omega ran out of the arena with the belt. Before they can get into the SUV that was already there waiting for them, Alex Marvez stopped them and asked what was going on. Don Callis replied, you'll find out this Tuesday on Impact Wrestling on Access TV. And to me, it's like, holy crap. You know, it's... Um, it's it, I didn't think it was going to get to this. Um, obviously, it was. And I told my wife this who's not a wrestling fan. Like I'm marking out, and she's like, "Okay, dude," <laughs> you know. But uh, anyways, I'm like, I can't believe it's getting to the point that AEW looks like to be working with Impact Wrestling. Looks also to be working with New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, potentially ROH down the road, and obviously NWA because of the the talent that's come aboard. But um, I'm marking out as a fan. I'm thinking to myself, if they are going to potentially compete with WWE. Uh, you know, to get better ratings and to maybe even compete with raw ratings, not go head to head, but just compete with the ratings. They are going and stepping in the right direction by aligning themselves with all of these other promotions. And like I said, they already have the NWA uh, feel to them. Now all of a sudden they get the impact wrestling feel to them. It's only a matter of time. I think between before ROH, unfortunately what happened with the speaking out movement and Marty Skrull get removed. Um, it'll be interesting to see who they carry on or, or how they carry on with ROH if they do. And then New Japan for wrestling, it'll be interesting as well because of the fact is, like I said, the ties that Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, um, as well as John Moxley have to uh, New Japan for wrestling. Moxley is the current IWGP, uh, you know, United States Heavyweight Champion over there. And when it comes down to it, um, I think I'm excited. I'm excited for 2021. I'm excited to see where AEW goes with this. Uh, ratings: uh, Raw 1,741,000.53 in the 18 to 49 demo. 19th for the night and fourth for the night as far as the 18 to 49 demo goes. Uh, and the reason I say that is because of this. They only got beat by football on Monday as far as the 18 to 49 demo goes. Uh, other ratings aren't available because I'm doing the show right now. So they will be available uh, right after the show is done. Taking place right now is, uh, as well. NXT UK, Joe Coffey for taking out Alexander Wolf, as well as Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster taking on The Hunt. So you can check that out today if you want to. WB Network. Uh, SmackDown preview, not much as of this point, but it makes sense. It's only Thursday. Uh, but Roman Reigns responds to Kevin Owens this Friday. And I also saw this on social media. I think it'd be absolutely cool. Recommended match, Sami Zayn defending the IC Championship against Kevin Owens as a tribute to Pat Patterson. So I think that'd be absolutely phenomenal. And they could honestly do that if they wanted to. And they have a Ro- Roman Reigns 
in, you know, inter, intercept, interrupt the match. So uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, 205 Live preview, nothing up as of yet. Main event tomorrow night for New Japan Strong, 10 p.m. New Japan World. Elimination tag team match. Uh, we've got Brody King, David Finley, Juice Robinson, ACH, and Carl Fredericks taking on the Bullet Club, which is Kenta, Jay White, uh, Tangaloa, Tama Tonga, and Hikuloa. Hiko Leo. I'm going to end up pronouncing that right one of these days. So that is New Japan for wrestling tomorrow night. Uh, NXT TakeOver War Games 2020 taking place this coming weekend. What you're not going to see on this show is any kind of predictions, but uh, uh, you know why, and we always do the prediction show. So coming up this coming Sunday, 3 p.m., uh, live on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube, we'll do the prediction show for uh, War Games. And then that night, about 10 p.m.-ish, depending on when it gets off the uh, the air, we'll do the recap show this coming Sunday night as well. Uh, World Tag League Best of the Super Juniors is coming to an end pretty soon. Uh, so I just want to announce this here. So update after night seven. And this was back on the 30th for World Tag League. Uh, we've got uh, uh, Tanahashi and Hanare at 2, Juice and Finley at 8, Goto and Yoshi at 8, Ishii and Yano at 10, uh, Takagi and Sonata at 8, Taichi and Zack at 8, uh, Tama and Tonga at 8, uh, Evil and Yujiro at 6. We got uh, Bad Luck Fale and Chase Owens at 4. And the great Okan and Jeff Cobb at 8. So in the lead right now, Tomohiro Ishii and Toro Yano. But you've got all a lot of teams here at eight. So uh, one, two, three, four, five, six teams at eight. Uh, so it's going to be interesting how it comes down to. Um, then you got best of the super juniors, and this was as of the second, which was yesterday. So standings right now to do uh, Taguchi at six, Master Wado at eight, Show at 10, uh, Robbie Eagles at six, we got Takahashi at 10, Bushi at eight, uh, El Desperado at 10, uh, Uemura at zero. And I think he was the replacement in this. Um, Duki at two and then Ishimori at 10. So you got four guys tied at 10 right now. Ishimori, uh, El Desperado, Takahashi, and uh, Sho. If I did make a prediction on who I want to see win at this point, I'd have to say Sho. Um, just because of the fact he's out on his own right now. Uh, Yo obviously being injured for the rest of the year, but uh, I think Sho could make a happening and, and uh, I'd love to see him at Wrestle Kingdom uh, fight for the junior heavyweight championship there. So World Tag League night eight taking place tomorrow, 4.30 in the morning, uh, New Japan World. Uh, time zones suck for us Canadians, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, so pull an all-nighter, wake up early, whatever the case may be. And the best of the Super Juniors night eight taking place on Saturday, 4.30 in the morning again, again, all-nighter or just wake up early there. Uh, guys, as far as MMA goes, we've got... Um, a couple of events happening this weekend. Uh, one note as well. So I picked up on this uh, show, DCN Hawane. Um, I've known it's existed, but I didn't know they do a, a live show every week on YouTube. So you'll be certain to see uh, that show um, uh, up on cwnonline.ca. But uh, they did November 30th. They did a show, and that was courtesy of YouTube. So like I said, uh, every week they do a show, and you'll see be able to see the video up on cwnonline.ca. Uh, one Big Bang takes place tomorrow morning 7 30 a.m on youtube so if you're a fan of one championship which takes place in singapore uh you check that out 7 30 p.m or sorry 7 30 a.m tomorrow morning i'll have the link up on cdonline.ca when i can but you'll be able to check that out on youtube for free usually go about two hours or so uh so um if you're up early in the morning looking for mma uh, you'll be able to find it and then saturday ufc fight night hermanson versus uh vittore 
uh, that is taking place on Saturday. Jack Hermanson, number four, taking on Marvin Vittori, number 13. And a UFC middleweight belt and prelims take place 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock on uh, TSN5. And the reason I say the two times is because of the fact when you look at UFC.com, it states 7 o'clock. When you look at Rogers Cable, it says 8 o'clock. So tune in at 7. If it's not on at 7, it will be on at 8. And that is the prelims on TSN5. Main card, of course, will take place on TSN5 at 10 p.m. for free. So if you're into MMA, uh, two nights or I guess a morning and a night of MMA uh, tomorrow as well as uh, Saturday. And we are at the point where I talk about Canadian independent wrestling. So I'm going to shut down these banners here, uh, get a drink of water, and play a clip uh, by the one and only Sean Bates of the Scumbags of Wrestling. And we'll come back and we'll talk about some uh, Canadian independent wrestling guys. So sit back and relax. I'll be right back, okay? Hey, wrestling fans, it's Sean from the Scumbags of Wrestling. It might not look like Christmas right now, but it is around the corner, and you won't want to miss out on this amazing deal. It's part of Sick Kids Hospital on behalf of Steven's Wrestling Journey. Right now, if you contact me at scumbagswrestling at gmail.com, you'll get this amazing t-shirt designed by Nigel Lewis for just $30. And because it's Christmas, I'm going to throw in this stocking stuffer of a poster, 11 by 17 for free. Now you can still get this poster for $15, but you can get the whole combo for $30 right now until December 15th. So contact me at scumbagswrestling at gmail.com and support Kid, Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto and Steven's Wrestling Journey. Well, that was amazing because I almost hit the wrong video. And then uh, normally I have uh, just a bottle of water, like a Nestle or whatever the case may be. But today I've actually got the, the big bottle of water and I could not get the freaking lid off. So I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to go through another segment without water into me. But uh, luckily I was able to get the water open and play the right videos. So uh, kind of proud of myself. But anyways, Sean Bates of Scumbags of Wrestling, obviously uh, in support of Stephen's Wrestling Journey and the Sith Kids of uh, a Toronto Hospital there. And um, uh, a good deal. Uh, check it out. Scumbags of Wrestling. Uh, at gmail.com, uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash scumbags of wrestling. Uh, you can check the links out as well on CWN. I'll got, I'll, and I'll show you guys uh, when I hit up the, the uh, share screen there just to be able to show you the CWN website and how easy it is uh, to be able to uh, surf yourself around on there. But the poster that Sean's talking about, and sorry for the loudness there, is right here. Uh, so the T-shirt, you've probably seen it hanging up in the back uh, at points, but... Um, that right there is the poster. So that's the full-length poster there. Uh, frame provided by Michaels. Uh, 85 cents if it was a comic book, which I think would be cool. But a lot of the stars on here from the, the Ontario independent wrestling scene, I think Sean had said 22 in total. Uh, right underneath the 85 cents there, you can see Cody Diener, of course. Uh, front and center up top underneath the Scumbags logo, you got Casey Spinelli. Uh, you've got Kevin Bennett, Tarek, Brett Banks, Tyson Dukes on there as well. I think Jim Strider, Alec Realm. Uh, a lot of different Ontario independent superstars, su uh, superstars. Well, I guess you know they are superstars in, in our world. And then Jody Threat, uh, I think she's got Joe Coleman on her shoulders and Idris there. And then obviously uh, Carter Mason at the very bottom. And then Sebastian beating the crap out of, I want to say Jordan James. I'm not sure if that's right though. But uh, guys, like I said, uh, scumbags.ca or uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash scumbags or wrestling. 
or scumbagswrestling at gmail.com or like i said i'll show you guys the links there momentarily so as far as the canadian independent wrestling scene goes uh, hashtag we are ciw uh, if you type that in on twitter you type that in on instagram facebook uh that hashtag that is why i use the hashtag because it makes anything i post relevant so if you type in that hashtag we are ciw you get to see anything that has ever been posted you also get links to the group as well you can also go to canadianindependentwrestling.ca which forwards you to the group uh over 400 members strong right now which is great i've set up a secondary not group but page uh, so if you go to facebook.com forward slash Canadian independent wrestling, it's not a double group. Uh, the reason for it is this. So because I'm producing my own shows as far as CWN goes, I want to have a, sed- a schedule on the uh, CWN Facebook page that's devoted strictly to anything I do CWN based. Um, that being said, I want I still want to be able to promote the events for Canadian independent wrestling. So hence that is why facebook.com forward slash Canadian independent wrestling uh, exists. It will be basically a page with all the links to all the events that will take place once again uh, in 2021, hopefully fingers crossed, but um, it'll be you know back to way it used to be at the beginning of the year. We'll, we'll all, I'll announce like 20 different events happening for a certain weekend. So, um, you know, fingers crossed, looking forward to a big announcement from the UK a couple days ago. Uh, you know, I have my wife in tears because she's she's looking forward to reality happening again. And but, uh, you know, a lot of different ways to support Canadian independent wrestling. Uh, one of the other things I had put on the group itself was that if you're a fan, if you're a talent, if you uh, are a promoter, whatever the case may be, uh, you know, this is the month of December. People looking for Christmas gifts, looking to support the independent scene. Excuse me. Basically, go and. Um, Put your link up there for, you know, whether or not you have a Patreon account, whether or not you have, uh, you know, an account uh, devoted to Pro Wrestling Tees or Teespring in in our case. Um, you know, you have a streaming service, you have uh, DVDs you want to sell, T-shirts you want to sell, merch you want to sell, whatever the case may be. Share it on the group and let people know and let us be able to support uh, the Canadian independent wrestling scene uh, further than, you know, how we're doing it now. But um, we're not going to shows right now. We're not buying merch right now. We're not, uh, you know, uh, paying $10 to get a picture signed by the the independents that we just saw in the ring. And it's tough. And it's, um, it's going to be weird when it does get back to normal life. And it's kind of, honest to God, be probably overwhelming. But the fact is the Canadian independent wrestling scene isn't going anywhere. It's just on pause right now, just like much of the world. So again, hashtag we are CIW Canadian independent wrestling.ca and uh, sign up for the group. Like I said, 400 plus members strong right now. And I thank everybody for the support. So the events that are taking place right now, CWE free live stream event featuring Johnny divine and CWE title tournament. Uh, that was um, taking place tomorrow, actually, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, double check the time on that. But um, the CWE is uh, in Manitoba. So I think it's central time there, which is usually um, if it's 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, it's usually 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, as far as CT goes. But if it's not the case, if it's 8 p.m., it's going to be 9 o'clock Eastern. But either way, if you if I guess if you sign at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, uh, you're all set. You might have to wait another hour, but um, whatever the case may be. Uh, Danny Duggan was a guest on Jordan Garber Now podcast on the 29th. Uh, so, guys, check that out. You'll be able to find out more information about the CWA free live stream. But like I said, that does take place for free tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But the interview, like I said, YouTube, uh, you can check that out as well. And I'll show you guys just momentarily here how to find that. Uh, Go Hard Pro, Ontario Indie Holiday Special, free on YouTube on Christmas Eve. So that is Ontario-based. 
uh, talent in those so far. So Luke Perron, Evan Greenway, Antihero SOS, Vaughn Vertical, and then two more announcements is uh, Tony Adams as well as Alexi Nicole have been announced as well. So like I said, that is the Ontario Indie Holiday Special for free on YouTube on Christmas Eve taking place. I want to say this. I got to say thoughts and prayers are with um, uh, Tarek and his wife, a uh, huge fan of Tarek. Uh, obviously, you can see the uh, the shirt behind me hanging up there, uh, the Smash Wrestling hat uh, just behind the CWN logo there. Uh, but it was announced on Facebook uh, from Tarek uh, that his wife is battling a few issues there. Uh, just wanted to basically throw his uh, support to his wife. Uh, I'm not going to read it. Just, you know, it's a, a private thing, but I just wanted to say uh, my thoughts, my prayers, my strength are with him and his wife and his family. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I hope for nothing but good things uh, for them. And, uh, you know, uh, Tarek, you're, you're, to me, one of the most reputable uh, great guys out there as far as the Ontario independent wrestling scene goes. And my thoughts and prayers, like I said, my strength are with you. Um he is actually one of the reasons. So uh, we went shopping not too long ago, not me and Tarek, but me and my wife. And I ended up picking up a Nintendo Switch. And he was one of the main reasons uh, of it because he makes that thing. On, you know, so on Facebook, he makes that damn thing look so so great and absolutely amazing. And, and you'll see him post, I think, Switch pictures, uh, you know, usually every week. So to me, it was... Uh, uh, you know, every th time I thought of a switch, I thought of Tarek posting stuff on, tw on, on not Twitter, but uh, Facebook. So I've got a switch and I'm still learning about it, but uh, back into the Mario world, which is kind of cool. Uh, video that's online right now, Never Wanted to Leave, that was released on the 30th by North Pro. It's on YouTube. Uh, February 13th, 2021, they'll be back in the Capitol Theater in Moncton, New Brunswick. I think they had said 250 fans, 250 seats are going to be available. Uh, so you'll be able to check that out. But uh, the uh, video was absolutely amazing, kind of gave me chills just as far as the, the way it was produced. So, um, again, like I said, North Pro is back February of next year in Moncton. The 12 Days of Thesmus <laughs> started at the, uh, the first on YouTube by the one and only uh, Tyson Dukes. So he's got his own video series there, and you can check that out online as well. I'll show you guys momentarily here. But Tyson Dukes uh, basically just doing the 12 Days of Thesmus in honor of Luthez, obviously. But that's already on the first, and that is uh, on YouTube as well. A lot of YouTube stuff going on, and more YouTube. Uh, Vidcast 26 tonight, featuring ROH star Shane Taylor. Uh, tonight at 6.30 p.m. on YouTube. That is a premiere by Straight Talk Wrestling and the one and only George Mackay. And then CanadianIndependentWrestling.ca, uh, like I said, guys, is the best way uh, to be able to see everything that I'm talking about as far as we RCIW goes. Um, Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, I'll get into momentarily here, uh, but I want to announce this. So I've been in uh, touch with a few people as far as interviews go, and one of them is the one and only Mike Maloney out of uh, Alberta. Uh, we've been back and forth on Twitter, uh, and uh, I want to get uh, promoters' thoughts uh, with regards to um, you know what's going on with regards to other provinces here in Canada. Uh, not necessarily just promoters as well, but bring announcers, guys behind the scenes, guys with their own podcasts, uh, media networks, everything else. So Mike, I've had on one of my previous shows and he was a great interview, uh, very knowledgeable about the scene. Uh, you know, uh, cool last name as well, even though it's spelled a little bit differently. Uh, but I'm going to look to have Mike back on the show or back on this show. Sorry, next week. So it'll be episode number 17. Um, more than likely be a pre-recorded interview. Uh, just based on timing and scheduling, but uh, it will be uh, premiered, you know, no matter what on, on the show next week. So guys, look for that interview coming up next week. So I'm going to do this before I touch base in the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. I'm going to share screen here. So I'm going to show 
uh, YouTube. I'm also going to show uh, the, our website. So uh, just hang tight there for a second. Get rid of these banners. I know one of them blocks my face, so I'm going to get rid of that one as well. Nope, we're not talking about that yet. Um, guys, listen on audio. I'm just ch <laughs> changing things around as far as the page, or not the page, but me go. So um, that's what all the nonsense is about. So now i got to figure out how to show. Oh, there's the share screen thing. And Chrome tab, and let's show you guys, um, show you YouTube first. And we'll do a full screen here. Um, I guess about, that's about as full as of screen we, as we can. But um, anyway, so CWN here, you can see episode number 16 taking place live. And I've done this before, so I'm just showing you guys again. Uh, Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, you'll see everything related to that in here as far as video base goes. Uh, CWN Weekly, all the episodes are right here. CWN Recap, um, you can see, like I said, TakeOver War Games 2020 coming up. I put it at 9.45, but it might be close to 10. It's, it's just whenever it gets off, but you'll be able to check it out, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Uh, this is uh, for sure 3 p.m. live on Sunday, so that's the uh, prediction show for War Games. Uh, any of the Fantasy Warfare stuff I've done on top of my own stuff, Thursday Night Throwdown, all 29 episodes. Mike Maloney was part of that, so you'll be able to find the interview in there. I forget exactly what episode it was, but it's in there. Uh, Thursday Night, or sorry, Fantasy Warfare Tournament, the, the original ones were in here. And then we are CIW. So you can see here uh, Tyson's stuff. Uh, the third day of Thesmus, second day, first day. He'll do the 12 days of Thesmus, which is kind of cool. There is the Never Wanted to Leave uh, promo with regards to North Pro, which, uh, like I said, kind of gave me goosebumps, but uh, it's a cool little video. Uh, you've also got, I think I went too quick, Jordan Garber. That's the Danny Duggan interview there with regards to CWE. Uh, Tyson Dukes had done a public service announcement. The vidcast there, like I said, premieres at 6.30 tonight. Uh, NSW, you've got uh, CPW. You've got uh, Unlisted as well by Superkicked. You've also got Scumbags of Wrestling, which I believe will air tonight at 8 o'clock um, on YouTube, Twitch, and um Facebook. So guys, check that out. And then MPW, of course, as well. So if you're ever looking to add videos um, to this, let me know. Just give me a link. So just send me a link, feedback at cwnonline.ca, or just send me a social media uh, message. And guys, you can let me know that way, and I'll be able to add it. And then, of course, you got Connect Proud here, which is all the uh, anything related to uh, Canadian wrestlers. And then wrestling theme songs, obviously, Judas still at 44 million. So that is number one. Uh, number two here, I'm going to see if it switches over properly. And it didn't. So I'm going to end this, go back here, and then do this, and then share the other screen. Because I want to show you guys just how easy it is to surf the uh, CWN website. So obviously, you can see the banner up top uh, with regards to honoring Pat Patterson. Um, and then up top, you've got all the links. So indie, so birthdays, current champions, links, upcoming events. So when I was referring to earlier on, so like I said, facebook.com, uh, Canadian Independent Wrestling Events, that is when you can see all the events listed. So that is why the separate page exists. Then you've got pro, MMA, TV, and everything else. So uh, you go down the page, you can see uh, featured pro wrestling, MMA, Canadian Independent Wrestling, special sections here. Anything that's, uh, you know, regarded uh, to uh, CW and online, uh, the stuff that I do personally, uh, upcoming events. So shows, uh, taking place, you've got gaming. So if you're a gamer, you can get, uh, gaming, uh, you know, um, uh, articles and stuff like that in there. You've got uh, social media content as far as CWN goes, uh, the results section. So if you're just looking strictly for results, you can check this out here. Uh, the cool thing is you can hover over these two. So pro wrestling or results, and it'll take you to a sub page, which will only necessarily give you results and the recent posts and everything else. And they can see, uh, stuff down there as well. But for example, 
<coughs> excuse me um looking for merch here patreon here canadian pro wrestling hall of fame here if you want to do a search term for whatever at all so say for example let's type in me if i can spell my name right look at that boom not too much, but everything relates to CWN, of course. Oh, yeah, and there I was in the Thunderdome. So I was uh, proud of that moment there. But that's how easy it is. So if you ever want to search anything regarding anything at all that's on the website, that is the easiest way to do it. You can type in MLW, WWE. You can type in Standing Independent Wrestling, whatever the case may be. Um, the other thing is as well, which is cool as well. So if you're simply looking for stuff related to Canadian Independent Wrestling, anything that's red here, simply click on. So that brings you to a sub page. Uh, subsection so to speak of the category canadian independent wrestling so you can check out anything related to canadian independent wrestling and it goes pages deep so 21 pages of articles uh throughout the entire year which is cool last thing i want to show you guys is this so canadian uh, pro wrestling hall of fame and the reason i bring this up is this and it's still looking good on the screen there so Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, as you can see, voting has concluded for the 2021 class of the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. So I'm going to get rid of this, get rid of this. I'm going to go back here and then let's do this first and then let's do this and this. And guys on audio, yep, just talking to myself again. But anyways, uh, on the screen right now, Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by CWN. You can see all of the social media links down below, as well as the email, as well as the website itself, which is simply cpwhof.ca. Um, Canadian Hall of Fame, Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame presented by CWN. The voting is in the books. So the winners have been decided. Uh, the way it works, and you can check it out on the website as well, is the vote that was online counts for 40% of the vote. So 40% of that vote is it's done. So whoever won, as far as the online voting goes, automatically has 40%, um, and which means they've won. So whoever won in those categories online are officially the winners. Uh, the way it works as far as calculations go, um, I have 30% of the vote. Sean Bates of the Scumbags of Wrestling is also CWN, has 30% of the vote as well. Uh, so what that means is theory is this. So the people who have been voted online are the winners. Will they go into the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame with 40%, 70%, or 100%? If they go in with 100%, it means the online vote plus myself plus Sean, our votes were all the same. If it's 70%, it means the online vote was the same as myself or the same as Sean. If they go in with simply 40%, which still gets them in, um, basically, it means the online vote was the only one that mattered. Uh, Sean voted differently. I voted differently. So that's the way that works. So it's not like you need 51% to get in. It's not like that at all. It's just the online vote uh, is more important than my vote or Sean's vote. Uh, simply put, our vote basically adds on to it. So if Sean voted for the, uh, somebody and I voted for somebody, it means that, uh, you know, if we voted for the same person and they up getting in, uh, basically, that's the way the ratio works. So, so yeah, so all eight categories have been decided. So the official show will take place on Monday, January 18th, 2021, live at 7 o'clock p.m., uh, we'll probably be using this channel. There are channels set up for the Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. I haven't decided that yet, but no matter what, it will take place on Monday, January 21st, 2021 at 7 o'clock p.m. And I will not be wearing a hoodie and a hat, but uh, I'll dress up a little bit more. I still might be wearing a hat, but it'll be a good looking hat, a little bit better hat, but whatever the case may be. Uh, but uh, yeah, look for that in, in January of next year. Like I said, the winners have officially been decided. Um, I've decided I'm going to do uh, up, uh, you know, certificates, uh, PDF uh, certificates, um, 
uh, to be able to get to the people, obviously, with COVID and everything else. And then uh, there'll be a prize as well attached to that for anybody who wants it. And um, ninth category is a special category. It's going to be announced live on the show on January 18th, 2021. Um, officially dedicated to somebody who's involved with uh, Canadian independent wrestling, officially involved with somebody who's in, uh, re, uh, involved with pro wrestling as well. Uh, so uh, look for that January 18th, 2021. I'm not going to give out too many hints, uh, but uh, it is an honor to be inducting them. Uh, we have touched base with them. Uh, they are, are, you know, on board and uh, I can't wait for it to, uh, to take place there. Um, I think that's it. So from there, like I said, uh, well, I guess not like I said, but like I mean, mainly I'm see, I'm twisting my words. I've gone too long here. I'll do this. So feedback at cwnonline.ca best way to get in touch with the show you can also hit me up on social media as well which is basically at chris maloney cwn um i think i'm on instagram twitter i think i'm on what else am i on twitch but you probably never broadcast on there and i'm also on reddit as well i'm trying to get into the reddit thing but uh, it's interesting it's uh, it's like a fan forum just on a on a site um i know a lot of people are fans of reddit i'm just um uh, starting to to get into it so check it in three months and see how i how i feel about reddit i'll, I'll either have mastered it or probably given it up completely but uh, uh, i think my name on reddit as well is at chris maloney cwn so you can check it out uh check me out twitter instagram as well as reddit give me a follow there guys if you like this video uh hit the like button if you're not a subscriber yet subscribe uh, if you listen to audio, hit the like button. But uh, as always, thank you very much for watching and listening. As far as the shows go, like I said, we'll do this. CWM predicts on Sunday, uh, live at 3 p.m. on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. Uh, that'll be dedicated towards uh, NXT TakeOver War Games 2020. Uh, we'll do predictions. I'll give my thoughts. And then later that night, as soon as the show goes off the air, within 15, 20 minutes, we'll do CWN Recap, uh, NXT TakeOver War Games as well. Uh, so look for that on Sunday night. And then the next edition of CWN uh, Weekly uh, will take place next Friday. Um, like I said, car repairs this week, so that's why it's on the Thursday, but next Friday, uh, December the 11th, and that'll be live at 3 p.m., uh, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube, and like I said, uh, hopefully we'll have the interview with Mike Maloney on there as well from the Alberta independent wrestling scene, so guys, look for that, but um, like I said, as always, thank you very much for listening and watching. The stats have been great. Uh, the website stats have been great as well. It's a, a kind of interesting and amazing to see the countries that uh, actually go to the, the website. And it's um, it's uh, baffles me uh, that uh, these states, the United States, uh, I get more hits from the states than I do in Canada as far as CWN goes. But uh, you know what? I can't complain. It's uh, it's great. I love all wrestling fans. And no matter what country you're part of, I'm glad you're uh, visiting uh, CWN. So um, last two things is number one, go Raptors, December 12th, preseason starts. And it'll be nice to see NBA on Christmas uh, this year on TV. So I can't wait for that. Uh, Raptors will be playing in uh, Tampa Bay, I think, as far as their home arena goes. Uh, so uh, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see the Raptors in a new home arena for the season, at least till COVID is gone. I think 72 games coming up for the NBA season. They got three preseason games. It'll be weird to see the Raptors without Ibaka, but uh, he didn't take them very far last year. So it's uh, I mean, I'm a little bit biased, but yeah, go Raptors. And uh, like I said, started the show, uh, thoughts and prayers with uh, Pat Patterson's family, friends and fans pass away at 79 years old. 
So the end graphic, of course, will be uh, thoughts and prayers, Pat Patterson, uh, once again. So, guys, it's been a great show. It's been a long show. My voice is running out. But uh, if you've watched, listens, thank you very much. Uh, look for the uh, CWM Predictions, a recap show for NXT TakeOver this coming Sunday. And then look for episode number 17 taking place next Friday. So that is it. Thank you very much. Enjoy your week, guys. See you guys on Sunday, hopefully. And uh, thank you and take care.